Hey friend, may I ask a candid question as one entrepreneur to another? Do you own your business or does your business own you? I know, that's a question we often skirt around in the name of sacrificing for the sake of our business. Because let's be honest, if you don't do all the things, who will? And then, what will you have to show for all your time and effort? Now, for a season, it may be okay to lay other things down, like your time, in order to reach a certain goal. But for many entrepreneurs and solopreneurs, the problem is that the season of busyness in your business doesn't end, which only leads to burnout, and then not only your business, but also your life comes crashing down. So today, we're going to talk about the three steps to own your time. OWN is an acronym to help you remember the three points today. So that way, you can finally work less hours and actually accomplish more. Are you ready to be the CEO that's in control of not just your business, but also your life? Good. Let's dive in together. Did you know busy is not just a disordered calendar or to-do list? It's a disordered heart. And a well-ordered life flows from a well-ordered heart that's focused on him. Welcome to the Redeem Her Time podcast, the go-to place for busy Christian women juggling all the things in midlife and business. From launching kids to aging parents, caring for your needs to serving your clients, investing in relationships to serving in your community. Oh, and keeping up with the laundry, the dishes, and the dirty floors. Honestly, it's a lot to balance. No wonder you feel like you never have enough time. All the time management gurus out there will tell you, you just need to get more organized. And chances are you've tried all the things, the planners, the programs, the all start Monday plans, but they never worked, at least not for very long. That's because those don't get to the heart of your busyness. Here, you'll learn how to build a with God life and business and go from busyness to fruitfulness in this season. And it starts in your heart, not in your calendar. Hey. I'm Lissa, Christian time management expert, priorities protector, and recovering should-do list girl. I've been leading, teaching, and coaching Christian women for over 25 years, and I've been right where you are, controlled by all the shuns, expectations, obligations, and distractions. But then, God showed me how to redeem my time with faith at the center to let who I am and whose I am guide how I use my time. I'm here to share with you how to use His truth along with time management tools to discover you really do have all the time you need for what you're called to. You just need someone to show you the way. Open up your heart and calendar because I'm going to show you how to redeem your time and stop believing there's never enough. Are you ready? Can you believe we're just a few days away from December? And that means the new year is not all that far off especially with all that the next few weeks hold. Which is why it's tempting to put things off or excuse not having a plan for your time, saying, well, it's the holidays, or I'll just wait till January 1st. But if you look at the CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, especially the ones we talked about recently, do you see them just riding out the last month of the year saying, we'll just wait till January? Not a chance. In fact, For many large businesses, December is their biggest month of the year. So why the difference? Well, first, they believe in the value of what they have to offer, and that it won't do them or their customers any good if it just sits in a warehouse unused. 
And second, they created a plan and strategy for the entire year, well before it began, and they are committed to finishing well. So as an entrepreneur and possibly a solopreneur, you are the CEO and you get to decide. It's up to you if you wanna take off the month of December from actually bringing in clients or serving customers so that way you can focus on other things. Or as a CEO, you can choose to continue to serve with your business up until the time you've decided to unplug for the holidays. But either way, CEOs don't wait till January 1st when it comes to creating or revisiting their business vision and mapping out their annual plan and quarterly goals. That way, when the ball drops, you're not trying to pick up the balls that you dropped and figure out what to do with it all. Why? Because you've already got a plan and a vision with God to be faithful and fruitful with your business. So that's why I wanna make sure that you know that you are invited to the four day series happening next week called CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st. It's happening December 4th through the 8th. And let me just say, you're gonna want live access. So not only will you be in the room to interact and ask questions about how what we talk about applies to you and your business, but so that you have the accountability to focus and not put off listening and be challenged just by being in the room with other committed Christian women entrepreneurs juggling all the things in midlife and business. So how do you get live access and personalized coaching for free? Just join the Redeem Her Time community and RSVP ASAP for the daily workshops. And once you're inside, you'll get to be part of the conversation afterwards about how we are using these tools in our life and business to go from busyness to fruitfulness, not only in 2024, but also in what's left of this year. Speaking of what we're talking about, here is a quick preview. On day one, we're gonna address how to see yourself as a CEO and start showing up like one to create a with God business vision and make decisions to move your business forward in the new year with an actionable plan to actually grow. On day two, we'll tackle how CEOs create that often elusive, but always desired work-life balance. You know, between all the roles and responsibilities in midlife and your calling to grow a business without either getting neglected. On day three, we'll focus on how CEOs define healthy boundaries around when you're working and when you're not. So that way, you're not falling into the mistakes of multitasking or procrastinating or getting easily distracted. Anyone? (laughs) On day four, we'll look at how CEOs build out business workflow routines. So that way, when you sit down to work, you know exactly what to do that day and you have all the resources you need at your fingertips to avoid wasting time. And as a bonus on day five, I'll be hosting a live open house on Zoom to give you a sneak peek at how CEOs plug into a community and coaching to keep them accountable and growing as they make decisions and take action with God. Sound like something you wanna be part of? I'm making it easy. Just come join the Redeem Her Time community and that's where you get live access and live coaching. So right now, before any more of this month goes past, go to redeemhertime.com forward slash community. And I'll put the link in the show notes. But speaking of business, have you ever noticed that business and busyness are just one letter apart? I think that's why it's so easy to let our business turn into busyness and take over our time and start owning us. Let me ask you, where are you at when it comes to time spent on business? Are you working too many hours such that your business takes over your life 
but maybe not getting much or enough to show for it? In that case, even if you are getting results in your business, what is the impact of that on your life? You can't keep sustaining that pace or you will get burned out and depleted. And then your life will start crumbling. Or maybe you're on the other end of the spectrum where all the demands of midlife have taken over your business and your work has been the one on the back burner for a while. Sure, you may be spending time with your family, friends, or neighbors, but more than likely, it's time putting out fires and reacting to the tyranny of the urgent. All the while, that business that God has called you to sits neglected. You can't keep up that pace either, or you may get resentful and drained, and your business will start dwindling. When there's always something needing attention, and it feels like it's all on your shoulders, I know, it's tempting to think the solution is to work longer and harder to get the desired results, or just give up on your business like those who are tempted to wait until January 1st. I get it, because I was that girl. As I've shared on a few recent episodes, there was a time when I worked too many hours and missed out on too many opportunities with those I love, and I found myself with a knot in my stomach and a ball in my throat because there still wasn't enough time in the day to get it all done. And I'm that girl that sticks with things and follows through in her commitments, aka ever seen a dog with a bone? Have you noticed? The problem was, I wouldn't let go of that bone, and I just kept clenching my teeth even harder, even if I wasn't getting results. Or at least not the results that made it worth what I was sacrificing day in and day out, to build what I felt like was a business made of sand that could easily crash with a wave or a gust of wind. Until God got my attention, and I was able to look objectively at how hard I was working and the little fruit that I was producing. Because you know what? I was trying to will it into happening by all of my hard work, instead of abiding in Him and letting Him be the one that produces it in me. Psalm 127 verses 1 through 2 says, Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. It is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives sleep to his beloved. Wow. Can you relate to the rising up early, going to bed late, and doing a lot of anxious toil? Yep, that's a lot of us. And that's a lot of vanity, aka for what won't last. But did you also notice the difference in the last line? It is possible to build the house or the business and feel at peace and rest when it is done with God. Doesn't that way sound way more balanced, less stressful, and more peaceful? Amen, my friend, to doing it his way. So instead of thinking like the world or the gurus who tell you that your growth and success is found in working longer and harder, think like a CEO, a Christ-empowered operator, to own your time so that way you can work less and accomplish more for his kingdom with God. Are you ready for the three steps to own your time as an entrepreneur? They might not be what you think, or if you've been around a while, they just might be what you do know to do, but haven't have yet to do with consistency. So grab a piece of paper and let's get going. You're going to want to write the letters O-W-N and probably leave a little bit of space. Okay, ready for the O? O is to block off your off time. So O is for off. Yes, you heard me right. Decide when you won't be working on your business. What, Alyssa? 
I bet you thought I was going to say to block off your work time first. So what gives? Here's the thing. If you are not rested, refreshed, and refilled in your day, ideally morning and evening, you cannot pour out your best work in the middle. And I don't know about you, but when I'm not filled up, I'm not on my best game and I end up wasting more time. So yes, take time off to refill. And think about what will truly refill you. A good book, a cup of tea, a good night's sleep, time in the word and prayer, movement and exercise. You get to decide what you put in your refill blocks in your day. And here's the other thing to remember. Your tasks, all those business to-dos, guess what? They will take whatever time you give them. Have you ever found that if you gave yourself all afternoon, it took all afternoon and then some? But if you give yourself two hours, guess what? You're often able to get it done. That's because time boundaries actually create freedom for how we spend it. So that way, the things don't blur the lines and take over. So block your off time first. Okay, for letter W, now that you know what it's time, now we're going to look at your on time. And since that time is limited, you want to make the best use of it, right? So here's your W. Determine what matters most. If you try to do all the things, you end up getting none of the things accomplished. True? Ask me how I know. You don't have time or energy to waste on less important stuff. So now that you've identified your on time, fill it with what will move the needle the farthest. I love the one thing question from the book, The One Thing by Gary Keller, which says, what's the one thing I can do such that by doing it, everything else become easier, unnecessary, or fill in the blank with your anchor word. Let's pretend that you have blocked off an hour to work on marketing your business. Now, there are a thousand little things that you could do. You could scroll social to try to get the algorithm in your favor. You could go look at what other entrepreneurs are doing. You could create that eye-catching image in Canva. You could send a bunch of random messages hoping for a yes. I know, you feel like you need to do all the things and be in all the places because that's what the gurus tell you. And I used to be that girl too. Like I told you, I'm a commit to it till it kills me kind of girl. So if a supposed expert told me to be somewhere or do something, you better believe I was doing it day in and day out, regardless of the results. But you're smart and you're the CEO. So I'm guessing that you know what you should be doing to increase your impact and your income. And it probably boils down to making genuine connections and inviting others to work with you. Am I right? So stop wasting time on tasks that are actually just procrastinating or doing what you see others doing or listening to the experts and commit to doing what you know to do. Ideally for six months, then reevaluate and make any adjustments that need to be made. And chances are, If you do what matters most first, you'll still have time to troll and scroll if you really want to. But be sure to keep track of the ROI because what really matters is what's going to get you long-term results. Okay, are you ready for the last one? We're down to letter N. Now that you've blocked off your time and you're spending it on what truly matters, there's one simple rule, nothing else. This is where you pull out your mama bear persona I'm sure you've seen her before, and you passionately protect your priorities from others and yourself. Yes, that means closing all other tabs because seeing them across the top of your screen still distracts you. 
It means turning off notifications or better yet, leaving your room, you're leaving your phone in another room because studies show even having it in the room turned off is still distracting. And removing other distractions from your space, i.e. clearing the clutter, shoving the kids and hubby out, you can let your furry friends stay if they promise to be good and put up a do not disturb sign. In fact, in the, in the back of the book, The One Thing, there's a door hanger that you can use to communicate your intentions to everyone else. And then you need to do something important. You need to protect you from yourself. Go get your favorite drink, go to the bathroom, do whatever you think you might want to do that will distract you from what you need to do. Or better yet, assign it to a later time block. And then stick to your priority, no matter what. Ideally, you want to do this for 25 to 50 minutes at a time at a time with a 5 to 10 minute break where you must get this move, hydrate and look into the distance. That way you can reset your body and brain and then get back to work. And then my friend, when you're done working when you said you'd be working, I want you to close your laptop, leave the office and shut the door and go be fully present to who or what matters most in that time. You can focus on just business when it's a work block if you have designated blocks for the other areas of your life. Time with the Lord, connection with family and friends, checking in on finances, taking care of your wellness, fanning the flame of your passions, and caring for your home. So if you don't already use my two refills plus three pour out time blocking method, or if you got started with great intentions but drifted back into old habits somewhere along the way, I highly recommend going back to listen to episodes 162 and 163. That's where we covered this as part of the Redeem Your Time This Fall challenge back in August. So let's review how to own your time as a CEO. O was for block your off time. And W is for determine what truly matters. And N is for stick to nothing else. So here is today's community question. Which of the three steps to own your time do you need to focus on most in this season? I invite you to come join the community at redeemhertime.com forward slash community and share your answer to not only get accountability for doing something about it, but also access community to know that you're not alone and you've got other committed and like-minded CEOs and a great coach to support you. Plus, you're going to want to be sure to join the community if you haven't already because that's how you get exclusive access to live coaching and personalized input for the upcoming CEOs Don't Wait Till January 1st workshop series. And did you know CEOs don't keep a good thing to themselves? It's true. The best CEOs are collaborators and connectors. That's why I'm asking you to share this episode with a business bestie so they can work less hours and own their time with God too. So who just popped into your mind? Before you forget, copy the link and send it right now. And you know what else the best CEOs don't do? They don't do business on their own strength. So let's pray. Dear Father, thank you for not only calling us into your kingdom as your daughters, but also for calling each woman listening right now to the exact places that you've planned for us in our life and business. May we not try in vain to build anything without you, thinking that getting up early and staying up late to fit more in is the answer, and all the while eating the bread of anxious toil. We want to trust you with our time and with the things that we need to do to live a life and build a business that's truly fruitful. 
Would you give us eyes to see where our pride and self-sufficiency gets in the way of what you want to do? And maybe humbly acknowledge and ultimate, that ultimately, you are the one who own our time, and we are just stewards of it. Thank you for your grace when we get off on our own, and for your spirit to gently bring us back to life and business with you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Okay, friend, I'll see you over inside the Redeem Her Time community, where we'll talk more about this. Thanks for joining me for this episode, and until next time, remember, you do have all the time you need for what he has called you to in this season and in light of eternity. Follow his example to create a rightly ordered schedule and a rightly ordered heart, because you are here for such a time as this. Hey, before you go, I pray this episode blessed you, challenged you, and moved you to take action. So, what was the one thing God showed you today? I'd love to hear. So would you take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts? It makes my heart smile, and that way I know you're liking the show. And it helps other busy Christian women, just like you, find real-life answers too. Speaking of which, grab the link and share this with someone you know that's been praying for a breakthrough. And don't forget to come join the after party inside the Redeem Her Time community. We're not just about knowing, we're about doing, together. Head on over to redeemhertime.com to join the community, leave a question to be featured on the podcast, schedule a free 15-minute strategy session, or all the above. Of course, I'll drop the link in the show notes because I know you're a busy girl. Look carefully then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Ephesians 5, 15 through 16. I'll see you in a few days, friend. God bless.